0: Welcome back to the Community Online Podcast. This week, we're joined by co-founding Pastor John Ferguson as we kick off the series, When You Are. Remember, you can always find us on Sundays streaming live at communityonline.tv. We hope to see you there. Have you ever wished God would speak to you just like one person speaks to another? Uh, You know, in the same way I am talking to you right now. Uh, Have you ever been in a situation where you needed clarity? You were facing a decision or a set of circumstances that had you confused, uncertain, and wondering where in the world to turn. And in your desperation, you pray. Or maybe even open your Bible up and just hope that maybe, just maybe, God will say something that was undeniably just for you in that moment. Now, I'm not sure if that's what motivated Marion Shirtleft to purchase this Bible. But a few years back, she bought the Bible you see in this picture right here in a used bookstore near her home in San Clemente, California. And after making her purchase and returning home, she discovered a couple of folded pieces of paper tucked in the middle of the Bible. And on those yellow and folded sheets of notebook paper, she saw a child's handwriting that looked quite familiar to her. And then to her utter amazement, Marion discovered her name at the top of the first page. Now, as she looked closer, she realized that she was reading a four-page essay she had written as a 10-year-old to earn a merit badge for the Girl Scouts in Covington, Kentucky, more than 2,000 miles from where she just purchased the Bible. Marion said, I opened the Bible, and there was my name. I recognized my very own handwriting. She says, I was shaking. I was crying. Pretty incredible story, huh? But you know something? Something. I have come to believe that if we will dare to look deeply into God's word, we may not find something as shocking as what Marion found, but we will see evidence of our own lives. Because you see throughout the pages of scripture, we can find people just like us, people who pursue faith and hope in God, people who battle depression, struggle with doubt, lust, pride. And as we read these stories, we begin to recognize our own story. Now, I don't know, maybe you think of the Bible like any other book you might read. But you know what? Through this series, we hope that you will discover something more, uh, something deeply personal. You see, I believe that if you will dare to dive into these pages, you will find stuff that seems to have been written about you or maybe even to you. And in this story, I believe that you can find your story. Uh, Today, we're starting a brand new series, When You Are. And in this series, we'll explore how the Psalms in particular can help us connect with God in the midst of whatever we might be experiencing. You know, whether you are confused, uh, remorseful, uh, brokenhearted, or actually feeling quite good, this book can help you better connect with God. Uh, Did you know that the Psalms were originally written as a prayer book for the people of God to sing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Author and scholar Eugene Peterson says they represent the experience of men and women who have prayed in every conceivable circumstance across 30 centuries. And so you see, when we read, pray, or maybe even sing these psalms, uh, we do so with millions of others who throughout the centuries also found these psalms helpful in moving them closer to God. Now, many of the Psalms are attributed to David, the shepherd boy, the one who killed the giant, Goliath, and the one who eventually became the greatest king the people of Israel ever knew. Now, there are some scholars who question whether David really wrote all of the Psalms attributed to him, but they do believe that even the ones he may not have written are connected to events in his life. And David's life contains so many lessons that can help us learn how to pursue God, no matter what life brings our way. Because just like us, David experienced all sorts of ups and downs. There were times when his gratitude and praise toward God simply overflowed. And there were other times when his remorse or or brokenheartedness was absolutely overwhelming. And though our circumstances are different, I think each of us can relate to the inner realities David experienced. And one of those realities is confusion. Confusion. If you ask me, Confusion may be the single best word to describe the last 18 months. I mean, think about it. We've had uh, political confusion, economic confusion, and all sorts of confusion surrounding the global pandemic, and it continues. And while confusion on a global scale can be unsettling, right, I would say confusion on a personal level can be even more maddening as we sometimes feel like we're facing it all by ourselves, And I'm guessing that some here today feel tremendous confusion when it comes to your purpose in life. You thought by now you'd have a job that not only gave you the chance to make a buck or two, but to also make a difference. But it hasn't turned out that way. Or maybe you have achieved a certain level of success, but you're confused in that something still feels very empty about it all. You thought if you got to where you are, you would feel something more, something more fulfilling, and you just don't. Or maybe you're here today and you're confused in your relationships. If you're single, maybe you thought you would be married by now, or at the very least in a serious relationship. Or maybe you're married and confused that the person you are with now still has the same name but is very different from the person you married. And you wonder, how could things have become so uncertain when I was so sure? And for some, the place of greatest confusion might be in your relationship with God. Uh, For whatever reason, you're less sure of your faith now than you once were. You you might feel like you're doing all the right stuff, but still just confused as to why you don't feel close to God like you once did. Maybe you feel like you you have more questions than ever, and that leaves you confused. Uh, For others, I don't know, your, your greatest source of confusion may be related to your finances or your health or mental health, or it might be something else that just has left you confused. Bottom line, life can be very confusing. And it can lead us wondering, you know, where where is God? Um, Does he even care? And can he actually help anyway? Here is some reassuring news. You're not alone. You are not alone. Even King David wrestled with confusion throughout his life. You know, there may be more written about David and by David in the Old Testament than any other person. His entire life is documented in great detail. The books of First and 2 Samuel are the primary sources for David's story. And if you've not read those books, I highly recommend you set aside some time to read them during this series. Something you will notice as you read his story or his Psalms is that David's life was filled with defining moments to which he responded with a defiant faith. But his life was also filled with seasons of great struggle and confusion. And David's journey to becoming king was a season of cascading confusion. Now, we pick up David's story when the prophet Samuel is sent by God to anoint the next king of Israel. Now, this all sounds well and good, right? But the problem is that there's already a king, King Saul. And generally speaking, it doesn't usually work out very well to walk into the palace of a king and ask for the keys of the kingdom. A uh, Regime change in the ancient world was ugly. I mean, bloodshed, chaos, it was crazy. And on top of that, David was just a boy, uh, the youngest of eight sons from a family that had no power or prestige. He was quite possibly the least likely person to be chosen to rule Israel. And then try to imagine this next scene, okay? David is called in to become King Saul's personal musician, to comfort the king when he is feeling tormented by an evil spirit. Now, we're not exactly sure what was happening with King Saul and this evil spirit, but we know that he had moments of such anger and rage that at one point he hurled a spear at David. Kind of a tough gig for a musician, huh? (laughs) And the confusion for David only gets worse. Uh, When David kills the giant Goliath, he gets promoted to a position of prominence, leads armies, and even marries one of King Saul's daughters. So you'd think that David is finally getting close to his destiny, right? But no, events quickly take a turn for the worse and... Saul's growing jealousy of David leads him to actually try to kill David. And David spends the next seven years homeless and on the run before he finally becomes king. Now, there are many more confusing twists and turns to David's story. We don't have time to cover them all. But it all makes me wonder, how did David make sense out of all of this? I mean, he had to be utterly confused as to God's plan for his life. I mean, at times, his thoughts must have just been racing with all sorts of unanswered questions. No doubt, David experienced significant confusion. Significant confusion. And even though his circumstances are probably a bit more dramatic than ours, it's been a while since I've had a spear hurled at me, I think it's easy to relate to him when we feel like things aren't going according to our plans. I mean, sometimes life is clear. It just makes sense, right? And other times, maybe more often than not, life gets muddy. The math doesn't work. And the clarity we so desperately desire seems beyond our reach. Sounds a lot like the last two years to me. How about you? I mean, the one word I have used to describe the last 18 months, maybe more than any other, is the word Uncertain. Yeah, I would say that the last half of 2020, into the first, you know, few months of 2021, were some of the most difficult times I've ever experienced. I, heading into COVID and the lockdowns, I, I mean, I was already working overtime, and I, I was just trying to cover uh, way too many bases in, in too many places. And and our staff was a bit short-handed. COVID brought tons of change, and I mean, I was living in overdrive almost all the time. And I know some people, they look at the lockdowns and they think, well, that must have been like a vacation for a pastor. If you're not having church on Sundays, what are you doing? Well, maybe it was that way for some, but not for me. My response to, you know, the stay-at-homes and the lockdowns and the pandemic was to try to, you know, just kick it into another gear, you know, so we could innovate, not miss a step, and, and hopefully come out of the pandemic even stronger. Well, that was my plan last spring. But I'll tell you, by the end of June, I mean, I was really struggling. Uh, tasks that in the past were were second nature seemed monumental. Uh, It was like I was living in mile 18 of a marathon. Uh, I'd hit a wall, and and for the life of me, I couldn't figure out how to get through it. I mean, it didn't matter uh, how much I prayed, how many therapy sessions I experienced, or how much scripture I read. I was in a major fog, and it was terribly confusing. Maybe you can relate. You might be in a season of confusion like that right now. And during these uncertain times, we so long for clarity, don't we? I mean, we want answers. Uh, it It can feel like you're standing over a puzzle with just one piece missing, but it's impossible to think about anything else, right? You know what I mean? I mean, we want God to fix it. We want him to jump in and do something. Truth is, these seasons of confusion are an unavoidable part of life. We don't have a crystal ball, we can't see the future, and we don't always know what God is up to. And that brings me back to King David and what we know as the wisdom psalms. Uh, What I have found, as have many people for centuries, is that actually praying and reflecting on these psalms can be one of the most practical and helpful ways to not just survive, but to actually thrive during a season of deep confusion. Wisdom psalms, like Psalm 19, can help us find solid footing in our relationship with God during a season of confusion. Uh, Remember, see, the psalms were originally written as a prayer book for the people of God to sing. And so praying these psalms is an exercise that is meant to help us move toward God and and lean on his wisdom in times of confusion. And so we're going to get super practical today, okay? We're going to experience praying through Psalm 19. Psalm 19. I wanna guide you through this psalm and help you apply it to a specific area of confusion in your life. Again, maybe you're facing confusion in your career or in a relationship or, or maybe in your faith, or it might be that there's something in your past, some unresolved confusion that you still wrestle with almost every single day. I'll tell you what, let's take a moment to acknowledge our confusion before God. I want you to try to imagine, if you would, that you're holding that confusing confusing situation or circumstance in your hands, okay? You might even hold your hands out like this. Just go ahead right now and take a moment to name your confusion, all right? Just say it silently to God. I'll give you a moment to do that. Now, as you're holding on to this confusion, all right, I'm gonna read Psalm 19 in four parts and walk with you through this Psalm, helping you apply God's wisdom and perspective to your particular situation. All right, now you can close your eyes if that helps, or you can follow along with me on the screen. Uh, Whatever works best for you. But this is Psalm 19. It's a Psalm of David, again, who, you know, remember, David experienced and held very heavy seasons of confusion in his hands. In the heavens, God has pitched a tent for the sun. It is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is deprived of its warmth. Do you see how God reveals himself to David in the skies? Yeah, and if we let it, creation can remind us of the greatness and glory of our Creator, whose order can be seen and how He manages the sun. I love that phrase, in the heavens, God has pitched a tent for the sun. In times of confusion, we need to remember that God is God. He still orders the planets, sets the stars in the sky, and causes the sun to rise and set each day with precision timing. He's not confused. He is not unsure and he can be that solid ground we need to stand on. So I'll tell you what, take a moment to quietly hold your confusion in the light of our God who is bigger and more powerful than we could ever imagine. Take a moment to do that. The next verses, verses 7 through 11, read like this. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm, and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb. By them your servant is warned. In keeping them, there is great reward." Uh, Here David sees how God reveals his heart and his character through scripture, his statutes, his precepts, his commands. David's remembering here what a precious gift we've been given in these very words. In the same way, The wisdom we need to navigate our confusion can actually be found in God's Word. See, even when we don't know where to go or what to do, we can take great comfort in knowing how we are to live. We can remember that Jesus said, what's most important in this life is to love God and to love people. Love God and love people. That is not confusing. It's not easy, but it's not confusing. I don't know about you, but I I am proficient at making stuff complicated. (laughs) if only we could remember to keep it that simple. Love God, love people. Then we can at least set our hearts and minds at ease, right? Being certain that in our confusion, we're still walking according to God's plan. So have you ever thought about what it could look like for you to love God and love people even in the midst of your confusion? Now, what would it look like for you to choose to continue to love God and love people even in the midst of your confusion? Take just a moment and give that some thought. Go ahead. Then verses 12 and 13. But who can discern their own errors? Forgive my hidden faults. Keep your servant also from willful sins. May they not rule over me. Then I will be blameless, innocent of great transgression. We all know that we are fully capable of making a confusing situation worse by the way we respond. Am I right? I I mean my response to the confusion of this last year was often to worry, to be anxious, and to work even more. Thinking somehow I could just kind of grind my way out of all that confusion. And these verses right here remind me that it's not my work that will lead me out of confusion, but it's God's spirit at work within me that will bring clarity and lead me to live more like him in the midst of my confusion. So take a moment now to do what David does here, would you? Uh, Invite the Holy Spirit to search your heart. Ask him for protection, for freedom, for forgiveness. Just go ahead and, and ask him, take a few moments to do that. And finally, David's conclusion to this psalm. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. This is the prayer that flows from the heart of someone who has encountered God in creation, experienced the wisdom of God's word and invited God's spirit to reside in his heart. And David is inviting us to submit our confusion to the one who is ultimately trustworthy, to draw our strength from Him, our God, our rock, and our Redeemer. You see, when we prayerfully bring our confusion before God through a wisdom psalm like Psalm 19, our confusion may not go away right away. But when we begin to focus on who we are with, our Redeemer, and where we are standing on Him, our rock, it is possible, just like David, to have peace and to flourish, even in a season of confusion.